Yo, yo, yo. It's your king, J. Bitter B. And it's been about two weeks, y'all. Been about two weeks. And I know it's Saturday. It's Saturday. But it's all good to feel good in the loop. We're just going to have a stogie talk. And then I got some dope little stuff I want to share with y'all tomorrow. So make sure y'all tune in to the Stay Mad Podcast. And also, this episode coming up now. Yo, yo, yo. It's your king, J. Bitter B. And... Uh, I don't know what y'all on, but it is 11.36 in the loo. It's a beautiful day out. The sun beaming, but the clouds still out. So it ain't no sun beaming on top of us. And I'm saying us. Yes. I have a special guest. I want to spe- I have a special guest. Um, but since it is in the morning, on this beautiful day, you know I got my cup of coffee here. Um, and I want to just... Make sure I tell y'all this before we jump into this podcast that crack open a good book. One one of the one of the great things that people say, well, Chris Rock have said, is that if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in a book. So let's not let that knowledge be hidden. So open up a book. And one of my recommendations, the one I'm currently reading, is Stamp from the Beginning by Ibram X. Kendi. It is a great read. And I want to encourage everybody to pick it up, read it. And I'm going to start having one of my segments actually hone in on books and what they can do for the community and, you know, maybe even start a book club. But, you know, that's I had to share that immediately. But let's get right into it. I got my cup of coffee on the side of me. I got a best friend in front of me. Right. We about to get the stogie cracking, you know, stogies and coffee, you know, just for the morning. Give you a lovely podcast, a Saturday podcast, a great feel. Maybe we can, you know, bless y'all with the best. Bless with the best. <laughs> um, and make sure yeah, this energy get trans uh, get transferred properly to you guys. So you can just share the energy out throughout your day instead of coming in at the tail end of your day, you know. We're going to give it to you in the middle of the day. So, without further ado, let me introduce the one, the only, C-Nay. What's up, C-Nay? Yo, what up? <laughs> How you doing this morning? I'm good, King. I'm, yeah, I'm good. good. That's what's up. That's what. What you been on? You know, it's been a long time. All my podcasts now has been me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Giving it out. But you know, this is what it is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you missing you know, that feminine energy. You know what, you know what I'm saying? What I mean? And that's where I heard. So a lot of people was like, where's Cena at? We need her. You know oh, where you're getting. I'm here, y'all. So here she is, you know. So yeah, how you been? I've been all right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Working out, doing a little bit of karate, a little jujitsu, a little tai chi. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Doing massage, what I love. About to write a new book. You know what okay. I'm saying? Uh, what? Can we get into yeah. the book? Okay, what, what, what's up? No, but I'm finished telling you. How you doing? You don't get into all that because I think that's deeper than just a question. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, yeah, I'm good. Taking care of my health. Mm-hmm. Drinking a lot of water. Um, chilling. I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. A lot of inner work. Uh, meditation. Um, writing. You know what I'm saying? Affirmations. All that kind of stuff. So, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of self work. And okay. it's... it's I'm at peace. Good. Yeah. And what kind of what kind of affirmations do you normally like? What's your favorite affirmation? 
Do you have like, an affirmation you like carry around with yeah, you? Yeah, I just... actually had a car. Uh, I got a, a deck of affirmation cards or whatever. And today's affirmation was, um, I have the ability to change my hardships into uh, beauty. Um, and hold on, I wrote I wrote three of them down this morning. Okay. Um, hold on, I don't want to waste too much time, but. Uh, no, that's all good. Yeah. And the good thing about affirmations, you guys, like I said, it shares that energy. It transfers that energy. So someone else jot a note down or, you know, you see something on a billboard, see something wrote down, you can just take it with you. You can remember forever and you can also utilize this kind of affirmation to your life. Yeah. Stuff like I good. trust myself wholeheartedly. Yeah. I'm allowed to be a work in progress and a masterpiece at mm-hmm. the same time, uh, simultaneously. Um I know I can, therefore I do. Mm-hmm. I make my I make my weaknesses my focus, so they can become my strength. Mm-hmm. Um, my success is on purpose. I am in control of my mind. I am beautifully balanced inside and out. So those are just a few, mm-hmm. but those will definitely help you start your day off um, in an empowered way. I listen to uh, guided meditations by Jason Stevenson. There is a black guy on YouTube. Uh, his page is called You Are Creators. And he has affirmations for kids, affirmations for men, af- affirmations for abundance, for peace, for all kind of stuff. So, I mean, the more good you put in your mind, the more, you know what I mean? It, it'll help you. Because I know we take in a lot from social media. We take in a lot from, you know, the news and a lot from our environments. And a lot of that might not be conducive to the energy that we want to put out for the day and so we get bogged down with negativity and stress and you know all of that kind of stuff so affirmations are definitely a, a, a must uh, for you to start off your day absolutely absolutely one of my favorite ones is you know i'm perfectly imperfect mm. and then to even flip that i'm perfectly imperfect you can flip it and say, I'm imperfectly perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I really like that because it goes both ways. And, you know, again, like I said, affirmations is like a key to life. And a lot of times yeah. it's, a, it's a key to your motivation. Yeah. So if you sitting down one day, you just think of just that tiny phrase or you think of something just that small, it can make you do great things throughout the day. Yeah. And that's why I'm a big, that's why when people talk to me, I like to quote authors. I like to quote like Marcus Garvey's, the Malcolm X's, you know what I'm saying? Now, you know, um, I- I- Ibram Kennedy, Kendi, um, you know, I quote him, you know, nope, I mean, Mark Lamont Hill now, you know, even Rick Ross, his book, you know, um, uh, 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 Res Mamenikin, you know, these people, I, I, these are new quotes and they just keep it going. So I believe in affirmations, man, you know, it, it's real good. Yeah. Yeah. It'll set you off real good. And then you can transfer that energy to the people in your environment. Absolutely. And it's like if you speak positive things, it's that positive energy can spread. Yeah. Because, you know, you ever had somebody in the morning, you'd be like, hey, good morning, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. oh my God. I don't I, say that at all. Blah. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Just share that positive energy and watch how it changes the environment around you, the energy around you. Either they're going to leave or they're going to have no choice but to adapt because you're speaking directly to their spirit. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like, even when I be like, hey, king, hey, queen, hey, sis, hey, goddess, how you doing? It's like I'm speaking to that part of you. I'm not speaking to the part of you that's bogged down and mm-hmm. stressed out and stuff. I'm calling that spirit that's in you that is 
that is perfect that's creative that's peaceful that's happy that's loving that's joyous and I want to speak to that one because I want that to take over in my life so I'm gonna speak to yours because I that's who I want to meet you know what I mean so I'm you know I'm excited to be moving in this way in a positive way and uh even when it seems like everything is going to shit it's like still I gotta be vibrating high you know what I mean? So I can bring in those things that I want to manifest. You know what I mean? True. You change your change your thoughts, you can change your life. So, yeah. Mm. Okay, well, you know, speaking of going to shit. Woo, <laughs> I, I, You know, before we even jump into this, you know, a lot of these, it'll be me more like interviewing you. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, since, because we got to know what's going on with C-Nate. Oh, my God. You know, because um, weekly, throughout the week, I kind of burn my soul yeah. on the podcast while trying to energize the black community. Yeah. While trying to push us forward at all yeah. times. So, you know, they know me. Yeah. <laughs> so when you jump on, I always got to say, what's going on with C-Nate. Oh and since you God. said going to shit, what in your life is going to shit that you can actually speak on? Oh and you know, I God. don't even have a stogie right now. So you, you want to, can I grab my stogie? Yeah, just go, just go ahead and tell me what's going on with you. Which part, honey? What, which one you want to start at? I don't even know why I'm allowed to even. Ooh, child. Exactly. I ain't going to tell you about the stuff I told you yesterday. Oh, okay, okay. Not okay. that part. All right. But uh, I'm actively working on my health right now. Okay. And a lot of that is mental. So I'm going to just reintroduce myself. Go ahead. My name is. Right. <laughs> Slim Shady. My name is Courtney Smith. Courtney Zawadi Smith. And um, I'm a massage therapist. I love what I do. I'm grateful to the creator of the universe for giving me this gift to heal through the avenue of massage. That's my shit. I love it. I love being able to use my hands to heal people. So, like, that's my gift. My other gift is writing. I am a children's book author. I've written two books so far, published two books. And I'm at the journey where this is the shit part. Mm-hmm. Something that I've been working super hard on for six years. Uh, mainly the last four. So, ooh, that's yeah. a serious stogie. You already know. So let me just lay it all out here. So now, hold on. Let's 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 start because again, remember, they know me, yeah. and you know. They, so when you say six years. I know you're about to lay it out. <laughs> so six years, at what point did it turn into this? Into the shit part? Yeah. All right, so. And what thing you was working on for six years? All right, so this. <laughs> because we get listeners all the time. We get specific listeners <laughs> all the time. No matter what. Right? Oh, my God. All right, so six years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. My son was the the was the inspiration for it all, right? For it all. Mm-hmm. First time mom, mm-hmm. and I wanted to share, you know, the feelings that I had, and also some um, share the love of literacy and share, you know, an opportunity for parents to bond and snuggle over a great story um, that reflects them. Because a lot of the people, like as I go and read in these places, the daycares, the moms groups, the baby showers, the like it. 
the um, events that we do with the St. Louis Black Authors at the uh, History Museum and the schools around the city in the Believe Spaces, a lot of these parents have been, they didn't have a black book in their home as children. And I'm talking about people who are 60 years old now, 70 years old now. So I felt that that was important. So anyway, you know, the little milestone or whatever. Um, (laughs) Milestone Babies, Baby's First Day was the first book. Month one was the second one. And it's basically where we share the love and all the excitement and stuff uh, for the day that the baby was born on the first day, right? So it's in a cool rhyming pattern it's yeah, colorful it's i got my locks you know it's showing the black family um and positivity and in the back of each book is uh inspirational quotes from like affirmations parents. like we said yeah mm-hmm. inspirational quotes and affirmations from people in the community um to give to the new and expecting parents because it's hard you know what i mean yeah. and people will rub your belly all day and be like oh my god it's so beautiful you're gonna have a baby but then when that baby come home it's like it's just you and the family in your house like you you gotta just live it and it's hard it's a difficult journey to be a parent and so anyway i just wanted to share the love of literacy bonding and a family growing together blah 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 anyway Mm -hmm. wrote these books with my son's father and the first two years it was like i was going through a lot of health issues or whatever like bedridden you know i I was on in a wheelchair all this so it was some stuff that i couldn't do and at this point we lost contact so Nigga, we, we lost contact two years before that. Oh, yeah, this that's is the right. last oh, Okay, right, yeah. but I, I didn't want to interrupt. So, I just want to make sure that the listeners yeah. understand. So I was around, but, you but wasn't. I wasn't. All right, go ahead. <laughs> but you wasn't. So anyway, no. uh, shit went to shit, and uh, I ended up back at my mom's um, in twenty October 2018. I was on a walker. Um, I me and my, you came and rescued me. Um, me and my baby girl. Yeah, him and Kamaya, my road dog. Mm-hmm. They came and rescued me out the crib, got me and said to my mom's house or whatever. And, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, anyway. I don't edit shit. Right, sorry. So, uh, the big girl. So, uh, I just hit it harder than ever or whatever. You know, I was going through my physical therapy, all kind of other stuff, dealing with my mental stuff, whatever. Anyway, um, I suffer from severe depression and anxiety. And I also have like a ton of other illnesses that keep me on a lot of medicine. Um, you know, like asthma, breathing machine, you know, all kind of pills, eight pills a day and inhalers and shit. Right. So, I was like, look, I got to keep this going, right? So, me and my son, we used to go read um, at daycares. Or we were reading at daycares, reading at schools, joining St. Louis Black Authors. Well, we were already a part of it. And um, go, he would go everywhere with me. Mm-hmm. People would contact me and pay me to uh, read at their events or whatever. I would sing to books. Uh, <laughs> it's this book called... Uh, being with you this way and I put the uh I sang the book to uh everyday people by arrested development these people ate it up it was great so he's having a wonderful journey right I built a ton of partnerships I built a ton of you know connections I was reading everywhere and seven was right there with me and uh I got this new partnership uh about two years ago um from books for newborns Mm -hmm. books for newborns was like look 
we give. Hold on, hold on. You said I as in you and seven. Or I as in the the founding partners. No, I. Okay. Because make sure you the other person things. abandoned With, the project. Ooh, ooh. In 2018, so now I you say abandoned, meaning hey, would you like to go forward even though this happened between us? He said no. I don't feel like blah 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 blah, and just no, just no, right? Okay. So there was no input from the other partner when I built all these connections and built you know these partnerships and da da da. So I start getting on uh podcasts and Tammy Holland and. Um, uh, interviewing all over the, the life after bliss, like all kind of interviews, all kind of you know people buying the books, like hundred. Let me get a hundred. Let me get two thousand. Let me get da da da. Books for newborns, like look, we give a book, a bag of books to um um people who have babies, and we need a black book. So my mentor got them to pick mine. So basically, hold on, airplane. Airplane. Smoke whatever you're doing. Sip your Folgers, your, your Maxwell, whatever. And I gotta stop saying all these brands because they, they ain't paying me yet. Right. <laughs> so whatever coffee you're sipping, whatever book you're reading, read a little passage real quick. Plane. The plane pass. Leave right, it alone. Let's listen. go. <laughs> Leave it alone. Listen. So um, anyway, so books for newborns like yo. Uh, we want this book in our bag. It's the first one. It's, yep. it's the only one that got a black family in it. Only one with a black person in it. The other one's like Dr. Seuss and some other shit, right? So they like, yo, we need this book. They built the whole campaign around my book. Bookmarks, a step and repeat banner, all kind of shit. Interviews with Fox 2, 4, da-da-da. Interviews in front of the hospital. Yes, and this all happened after 2018 exactly okay this is all me right yep so um i go i go to the distribution place you know getting you know they printing books they buying books they buying three thousand at a time four thousand at a time and the funny part was when uh <laughs> well hold on so anyway the book's moving i don't gotta move them myself they in every hospital in missouri they in a couple in illinois people getting these books and i ain't got to move them myself they just pay me for the books and they distribute so it's like a lot of leg work that i ain't got to do doors that i was we was banging on together in the beginning that nobody would let us in so you kick them off down yeah okay I, as a matter of fact somebody else opened the door for me and i just mm-hmm. walked on in right so um every house coffee keep listening oh feel me up so please oh okay cool so um Every hospital in Missouri, um, even Children's and Cardinal Glennon, um, even in the bookstores, in libraries, the book is every fucking where. It's people who got books, bookstores or whatever that I didn't even know. I didn't even know they had my book. I didn't. I ain't never even met some of these people, and they like, oh yeah, we got your book on tap. Like I'm like, that's good. So I'm like, damn, all right, cool. So the book is moving without me even asking anybody to do anything because the right. work is just good. Exactly, because the work that you put in, you was in. Me. Okay. Um, in seven. But me. Uh, you and your son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, this dope. You know, at this point, I ain't got to work for nothing. It's just, 
it's just coming to me so i'm staying true to the journey whatever it's great um seven learn how to read the book so he reading the book at book fairs and all this kind of other stuff he's signing books now it's like it's beautiful dope so uh uh we hit last year when we started had to have uh contracts and because the other partner's name is on the book as well I had to make a call or email and say, hey, would you sign this contract so Books for Newborns can print 3,000, 4,000 copies or whatever, and they'll pay us uh, mm-hmm. or pay me. Um, and it was always some, like, pushing. It was like, I'm not going to sign unless this. I'm not going to sign unless that. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what am I going to do? Like, are you stopping the process? Like, just let me do what I'm doing. You said you ain't want nothing to do with it. But since your name on it, da, 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 da. And, you know, after a little fight or whatever, after a little, you know, just pull and tug, then uh, the contract got signed and things went forward. But my partners was like, yo, we not finna keep dealing with this. Like, what's up? And so then I'm like, yo, can I have it? Like, just let me have it. Like, I've been doing all this work over the last four years. You say you ain't want to do nothing with it. You say you didn't want to be a part of it. Just sign it over to me and I'll keep going because that, that takes care of our son. He didn't want to do it. Mm. And then we went back and forth with, you know, who going to keep the business, da, da, da. And a few times I was just like, you know what, I'm done. Like, fuck it. All right. <sighs> but then I was like, damn, like, look at all these families that's not going to be helped. Look at all these families that's not going to have, you know, one of their first books in their home to be with a black protagonist and a mm-hmm. black family and showing love and, you know, and it's geared toward early readers. So it's like letter recognition, it's rhyming pattern, it's, it's brilliant. So... I held on and then it was like the longer I held on it was like damn it's getting harder and harder so then this last contract was uh I don't want to sign it I don't want to sign a contract unless they put Christian bookmarks in the book I said now now hold on y'all listen now I'm probably gonna do a commercial break right here okay all right so but just just remember story time yeah Christian (laughs) so she said a Christian bookmark. Now, one thing she did mention is, is that the this is a problem because all parties involved were not on the same religious tip as the other party. We aligned with each other. Right. And when in, in the book's inception, this was not even nowhere close. Christianity bookmarks wasn't even a thing talked about. Right. Now, remember, this is years past. That the book has been created and doing partners. This is in the middle of all the partnerships and everything right. like that. So go ahead, my bad. So I was like, yo, uh, they aligned with this project because it aligned with their mission. Paul, welcome back to the Stay Mad Podcast. Keep listening. This is another CNA story. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, the partners that I got, they aligned with this project because it aligns with their mission. Um, or whatever, but if we change in the middle of the partnership, it might they, make some partners they would let go, let go, exactly. yeah. They'd be like, nah, and I'm that is what win. y'all bad for the black business. So I'm like, it'd be it, we can't switch up in the middle of it and put Christian bookmarks in there without asking them, right. you know, whether okay? you know what I mean. Right. So 
I'm like, and, and we still in the place where they moving it for me. Like, they're moving the books for me in massive numbers. So I'm like, yo, they aligned with this project because it aligned with their mission. When they get grant money, when they get donations or whatever, they have to hold account for who they get, who they're working with right. to make sure that it's solid because... Plane going over. Hit your stokey, blaze, sip your coffee, read your book. You got two seconds. All right. Mm-hmm. Where your stokey at? Right here. Oh, okay. You got a black. Yeah, I got a uh, Oh, you about to go up. with. I got, this, I got this thick stubby right here. You know what I'm saying? So, plane gone. So, stop and so, listen. So, all right. So, you know, I'm like, and do you even have um, um, any Christian bookmarks that you can drum up in the next 48 hours? Exactly. He said, no. I'm like, do you have any affiliations with any Christian organizations or any churches or anything like that that will take on the book of da-da-da if we lose this project? Because he's like, oh, I want to have access to all the... Um, to the to the Instagram to all the social media the emails everything and I'm like yo I don't know if I want to do that because you've been out for four years I don't want to just give all this over to you and then you mess it up because me and seven the face right and I'm like you told me no you didn't want to do it so I just pick picked up and kept going to take care of our son so whatever money I get from the books it's only it goes into his trust. Exactly. It goes into my son's mouth. It goes on my son's. So basically, feet. what you're saying is, it goes is on my son's back. It's 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 um, it's supporting a part that you're not that the other partner is not. Yeah, because I don't get any child support. I don't get anything. He don't do. So this would be the best know. revenue that she was getting to, to take care to of my take son. her. Well, do without a, even putting him on. Do child a support. small part. Right. Do a small part in the role that he wasn't in the son's life. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. So he wanted all this, you know, power over the project. And I'm like, yo, I don't know if I trust you with this because you said you abandoned it. So I just pick, picked up and kept going. So uh, he wanted all this access. And I'm like, yo, like, let's start off this way. Why don't you do da 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 da? So he was like, nah. Um, so he would like stop the progress with the, uh, you know, with the contract or whatever. Anyway, so I'm like, yo, you want to take. I can mail you some books or whatever. I got boxes of books in my uh, storage unit. And I was like, I can mail you some books or whatever. But it was like, it never like quite went through. So I'm like, have you been reading at schools? Have you been reading at libraries or bookstores or black bookstores down there or any type of organization? No. So you didn't even build a network over these past four years with this book. So me giving it to you would do what? So then I start getting nervous because I'm like, damn, all this. Yeah. So it would just collect dust. (laughs) And so I'm like, damn. So in this whole thing, Spirit said, let it go. Let them have it. And I'm like, no, like, damn. You and know? this happened? This happened? A couple weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, okay. Spirit was like, let them have it. And I was like, nah. So I had a conversation with him, and I was like, trying to negotiate stuff, trying to still hold on to it, da 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 Turns out, I go and look at the uh, LLC, only his name on the LLC. I'm like, when did this change? His name. So it went from a... A S-Corp to so a, was, a sole proprietorship. So it went from a S-Corp to a sole proprietorship. Now, remember, y'all, if y'all follow JB's business tips, a sole proprietorship is someone owning it solely. It's just theirs. Mm-hmm. And S-Corp can have different members, mm-hmm. right? So what? And that changed. So you don't know when it changed. I don't. Oh, we got to go commercial on this one. 
It's your king, J Bitter B. Y'all listen to part one. Make sure y'all tune in for part two. But while y'all tuning in, go ahead and subscribe to the Stay Mad Podcast. Send me emails. Go to the Instagram page. Share it with your friends. It's a simple task. If you love the podcast like I know you do, if you love black people, if you love black voice, if you love black everything, stay tuned to the Stay Mad Podcast. Make sure you push us forward like I will always continue to push us forward. Please subscribe. Help us. It helps the channel go a long way. Buy some merchandise. Go subscribe. Tell a friend about it. It's the easiest thing ever. I'm not asking you for a dime. But if you want to donate, I'll take your dime. So appreciate that. Stay tuned. It's part two. It's your king. Okay, okay. So, so. Welcome back to the Stay Mad Podcast. Hope you guys went and subscribed and shared with your friends and talked about it and make sure, you know, we go forward because we are only a podcast to a few, but we can be a podcast to a lot with you bars. So let's get back to <laughs> let's get back to the CNA story. So you saying that so recently you found out that it he switched it from a S Corp yeah. to a sole proprietorship. Yeah. Go ahead. So now I was like, damn, like I don't have no power at this point, except for the intellectual property, meaning my name is on a book. So I'm like, right, damn. Intellectual, also intellectual, I mean, I mean cause y'all, intellectual property, again, intellectual property is also the, the intellectual um, essence that you put in the book. So if it, if it involves, you know, you and your son, this wasn't just one person's stories. It was also your stories. And since you're not credited to it, all they can say is this was mine with no financial benefits. Right. So go ahead. So um, anyway, we had a conversation or whatever. It was kind of rough. And um, I was like, look, I'm going to have my lawyer just uh, draw some papers because he said, I'm going to go ahead and release the business to you. Right. So that's when I looked up, you know, the, the stuff and I found out he was the sole owner. My lawyer was like, I can't help you. And I was like, what? And he was like, people always come to me too late. He was like, first of all, you didn't have a operations uh, clause in there to say, this person does this, this person does that. And if this person doesn't do this, then there will be ramifications. So I couldn't even, I couldn't even kick him out for being absent for four years in a business because we didn't have that in place so get your business in place and and research as much as possible before you start a business with somebody because you can end up fucking yourself in the end and that's exactly what happened so i did all this work over the past four years or whatever and i don't have any power over the project um I didn't have any power over the project because number one, he went in and now it's a sole proprietorship. Number two, because we didn't have an operations manual or operations clause or set up, you know, da da da. And um, so he was kind of using it as a power play whenever, you know, he felt like it. Anyway, he said he was going to sign the business over to me. And of course, then we had like, you know, a web of, we had a, conversation and it didn't go well and that was the conversation all through email or actual talk to each other talking okay and so uh and this is the other partner again if you had to stay tuned to part one listen to part one and you can understand go ahead so i was like you know what you can have it so then a couple days later i emailed and i'm like yo i got this many books in my storage unit i could send them to you since you know i'm no longer part of the business i had to put a statement out on facebook like yo 
me and my son are no longer associated with any products, any, anything with Milestone Baby Series LLC. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, what? Oh, my God. No. And again, it's so important at this point because people really didn't support um, you because they knew it was all the way yours. They supported you because it was a story about your son yeah. and it had you in the depictions. Yeah. So go ahead. And it was beautiful. It was a beautiful. It was. I got was, all of them. And it was one of a kind. It wasn't. I'm sorry. It still is. It still is. It was Sorry, one of it a. Still is. It's okay. That's that's, yeah. that's Seven's life. I mean, that's your son's life. Oh shit! Names. <laughs> uh, so you know, it was a beautiful story, and it was one of a kind. Yes. Right. We created our own lane with it, and uh, so many people enjoyed. I haven't met anybody who didn't like the story, didn't fall in love, didn't want to cry, didn't you know? So. Um, oh. Okay. So. Um, anyway. He was like, yo, uh, I'll sign a... I was like, I have uh It's a shit. plane going over. Yeah, hold on. It's a plane going over. Going to puff your stokies. Listen, this is a deep story. I didn't even expect it to go this deep. I just I just really... That's because you always try to get in my business. I'm just saying, you know... But this is the last time I'm going to talk about this Lies. Shit. So, like I said, um, so... It, it was. It's just I didn't think it was gonna get this deep because again, you came over. The kids was playing basketball, chilling all that stuff. We sitting on the back porch having a great time. Yeah. And but again, you gotta understand something. In the story of life, a lot of people can't hold a lot of stuff on their chest too long. So it's always good to tell people's side of the story. And yeah. this doesn't mean that it's the entire story because it's two parts. Well, it's three parts actually. It's your side, the they side, and it's the truth. So with this being said. A lot of this, it needs to get off your chest, and I'm glad and, you're talking about it. So and go ahead, I already, my bad. Yeah, this is my last time talking about it because I'm at peace, and I. It was a forced peace. Yeah. <laughs> but peace. I'm at peace, and it's an experience that happened to help me grow and to help me learn certain things or whatever. It's it hurt like hell. Like oh, it I hurt like hell. Like it's it's the my la- I didn't I labored and toiled over this thing and built you know built this thing with my son so it was a loving it was great you know and I'm teaching my son about entrepreneurship and about keeping a schedule and about working and about working for yourself and about having creating something that helps the community or whatever and because- also showing him a book that has his face on it exactly now he that's a rare thing it. that's a rare thing and he loves it. He talks to the kids with the book and is like, this is me and this is my mom and look at this and da da da. And so it gave him a sense of empowerment and inspiration to be like, it gave him something to be proud of. And so, <laughs> so with that, uh, anyway, he was like, yo, I'll sign the business over to you if on one condition. Because at first he was like, hold on, plane going by, smoke your stogie. <laughs> put your tip, uh, what'd you say? Chop the tip, put What's it to your lip. And- Blaze. Yeah, I mean, because it just get deeper as it goes on. Because at one point, at one point, it was a loving relationship, you know. And I'll, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let Cena talk tell the story. Yeah, I'll talk about that part later. Oh, okay. But anyway, I'll sign a business over to you or whatever on one condition, and I'm like, what's that? And he like. I want. I'm finna just say everything. I don't give a fuck. He gonna try to beat me up anyway. So, uh, stay tuned to the Stay Mad podcast. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm telling y'all this because it needs to be it, said. Things when I, when it when it seems like things are going to shit, you still gotta trust spirit. Cause ain't nobody bigger than spirit. And maybe it was just your time to be done. Like I'm at the point of acceptance where it's like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm an author. I wrote two books. I can write another one. 
But at the same time, it's just letting go of something that I cherish so much with my son and that was providing a way for me to provide for my son and now it's gone. So it's like I'm mourning it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm mourning it. Hurts, it. Still yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, well, maybe that it freed me from being tethered to him. Yeah. And it freed me from, you know, just all the extra shit that came along with it. Right. But um, and I'm mourning a loss. Right. And like, also, and one of the great things and one of the great one of the great rappers now, I mean, great rappers and also a mogul says this, Jay-Z. He said, you know, I heard motherfuckers saying they made hoe. Okay, so make another hoe. So this, this, this is seeing a chance to go and make another one. It's just all good. So uh, it was a whole lot of, you know, you could, I'll sign it over to you. If you agree that all proceeds, all profits that were made and that will ever be made from milestone you get 50 percent of it to my ex-wife so that she, yeah uh so that she could build a trust for my firstborn son and da 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 now for people who don't know firstborn and his ex-wife does have nothing to do with court. shout out shout out to my baby mama yeah but it has kid. nothing to do this book was created about seven four seven basically but also you it has a whole lot of sayings that a whole bunch of black families can relate to and the kids were a part of it too they would they would go um to you know baby girl baby boy mm-hmm. they would go on things with us when we were together and stuff and they had on t-shirts and da 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 and i mean i would agree you know he was building this legacy for mm-hmm. all of his children it yeah. just was because he was with me it was yeah. about our son so it's like i get that part but it's so like you mean to tell me you was the inspiration child i ain't gonna take credit for shit because like no, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I get that. I can get him saying, "Yeah, this is a legacy I was building for all of my children." Okay, cool. Um, but I'm not responsible for the business that I'm running to take care of our son, which I do by myself. To pay your ex-wife to take care of your son, like that's your responsibility to take care of your son. Like you're not even taking care of this one, and quite as is kept. Ooh-wee. Ah, Ooh-wee. I can't, I can't, uh, but you don't have a relationship with any of your children, Ooh-wee. so you want me to take the, and that's how it was in a relationship, I was at them schools, like, begging them people not to, uh, put baby boy on medicine or whatever, I was like, look, let's do this, let's try this, and it was just like, I was fighting hard, you know, for them kids, and yeah, in the beginning, because of course, it, I know it's backlash coming, I already know. He will say that I, let me just clear this one up real quick. I got to say this one. Uh, He's going to say in his rebuttal that I abused uh, baby girl, Mm, baby girl, girl, right? This is what happened with baby girl. Uh, In the beginning of our relationship, he was separated from his wife. They were not yet divorced. You mean to tell me you about to get into a side? You about to talk about the story story? Look, I ain't got no choice. Okay. Uh, he was separated from his wife. She moved to like Columbia or some shit with the two kids. The baby girl is not biologically his, but da 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 da. Which I did say you need to adopt her at some point because you know the mom was going through. She has mental, you know, she deals with depression as well, and um, she would do this thing where she was trying to figure out stuff with uh, baby girl's dad, and he would come in and out and he really wasn't there for the baby but he would come in and out and so i was like yo if if you want this baby to be yours 
um, adopter. And he was like, well, no, I don't want to uh, take full responsibility off of the off of the father because then he get a free pass and you know that's his responsibility da, 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 in a way and so i was like but you can get rights and i was like as a matter of fact you should call this nigga and get a relationship with him because if she tripping because she would like throw her in pull her out throw her in pull on you can't see her because you didn't do this or because you won't do this so it would be hurting him it would hurt the baby and i was like but to kill all of that that was in the plane. That was a regularly muffler. Yeah, it's a regular muffler. <laughs> Get your muffler, Firestone. Um, <laughs> uh, it would be hurting everybody involved, and and so the abuse part for a year and a half, he would say. When all this, now mind you, I wasn't a mother. I was pregnant um, early on in our relationship, and he would say I abused her, and I was super hard on her because I didn't like her mother. Me and her mother had a hard, rough start. Um, and I understand her now more than ever, but we had a rough start and it was a whole bunch of like crazy shit going on, which is expected. Um, we ended up being close and we still, you know, up until COVID, we were like hanging out with the kids and da 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 together. But he would say, I abused her and I was super hard on her because I didn't like her mother. Yes, I did not like her mother. I didn't like the things that she was doing. She would say, have the girl say so you not my mama and all this other kind of stuff so I didn't open my heart up to her early on I didn't I was I was resistant to loving her like she was my own so that's that was it I was super hard on her um and you know what I agree I was I was super hard on her and I I didn't open up my heart to her in the beginning because I'm like first of all her mama ain't shit second at the time um she making my life hard she doing all this talking she da 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 and this not even your baby and then she would be saying things to the little girl and the little girl would say things to me and i'm like what the fuck like what's going on yeah. so i didn't open my heart up also to her. and this is your first and only child right right so um and mind you i'm you know taking care of these kids and i'm like what the fuck and you know he had a job where he was gone a lot and you know she was doing her thing or whatever and so i'm in the house with these kids by myself a lot i'm taking care of these kids i'm dragging them along with taking them to family outings and da 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 and all these kind of stuff while anyway. still dealing with your physical problems right well before that got okay. bad okay. um but and they was really little at first and so playing going by smoke so I gotta light up again. And this story is conclusive because this happens a lot of times when it comes to black families, you know, black loving families. And, you know, it, when someone's mad at a relationship, they can, it can trickle down to the actual child. Yeah. So, so, yes, I was irresponsable with caring for her. And mind you, I didn't have no kids before. So, I was pregnant. And um, she had her kids when she was 85 years old, too. Shut so, up. Yeah. I was 28. <laughs> so, um, that's a long time in the black community. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. In the black community, 28, you a grandma. All right? <laughs> so it took me some time to grow into being a new parent of children that were not, you know, mine. And so it was a lot of things that I didn't understand then that I do now. And it, so abusing baby girl was being harder on her because of the situation that we were in and not 
fully opening my heart and embracing her. Now, abuse is not, uh, this one is not physical, so to get out of Yeah, no, hell it's no. It's not physical. Hell no. Right, so let's, let's clear um, that up. Clear that up. But, but the longer we were together, you know, he got me uh, a big ass, you know, he got me a house for my birthday one year and, um, they lived with us for three weeks and then with their mom with three weeks and so we we became a family and you know she put like makeup on my face and stuff we would sing we would you know i taught her how to spell her name and a song everybody had a song you know i was teaching them kids mandarin spanish swahili all kind of other stuff so i did a lot of work with these kids so it took me time to grow into being a responsible you know co-parent yeah but we started off very rough yeah so i'm not gonna say yes i was in a relationship with a man who was married and separated from his wife and they later got a divorce yes i was rough and unwilling to open my heart to the baby that he was taking care of that wasn't his um and because i had issues with you know, the mom throwing her in and pulling her back out and all this extra kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I didn't open my heart to her. So, yeah, I was, we, we could say mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. just, he will, he will call it abuse. But that's what it was. So, and I had to learn. But, shit, after that, shit, all the fucking clothes she had in the house was, you know, I didn't pick them out because i'm not like that type of i don't know i'm not that type, but not everything she had <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an alien not really a woman i'm an alien but it's like you know i would do her hair and now her mama could throw down on some hair so you know she took care of that most of the time but um i would do her hair all the clothes she had you know i bought um cool you know we were a family it took me some time but we were a family and it was beautiful uh but anyway he told me, back to the business part, that all proceeds that I had made and will make, I give 50% to baby mama, I mean, today's wife, and um, so she could set up a trust for his firstborn son. And um, I was like, yo, like, that's not my responsibility. I'm trying to feed this one. Like, that's your responsibility. And that was one of my problems in a relationship is I was parenting for both of them. He'll, Of course, he'll disagree, but... Um, I was parenting for both of them. I overstepped my bounds as his mate as far as being a parent. So I was doing too much. I should have just been supportive. But because, you know, he had a job where he was going all the time or whatever, I, it was it was a lot. So um, anyway, I was like, yo, that's not my responsibility. And then it blew up because he was like, oh, I thought you liked him. Um, you hate him just like you hate baby girl and you just like you abuse her this all kind of stuff so i'm um, dealing with a narcissist but i was just like okay and i realized i'm never going to be right i'm never going to be right i'm always going to be the villain um and i never brought i never bring up to him like the stuff that he did to me um but he always wants an apology every time and i'm like yo like first of all, i was 28 years old yes i was wrong in this 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 and this Yes, I didn't use my words responsibly. Yes, I was this. Yes, I was stubborn. Yes, this, da, da, da. I own up to my shit. But at the same time, it's like I never say, you remember when you did this? Or you remember you threw my walker out in front of my grandma's house? Or you remember when, you know, this, is that, and the other, whatever? I never do that because it's like when he came back, um, he told me he was a Christian. I accepted him. Now, came back, what you mean? Meaning, a couple, uh, three months ago, maybe three months ago, I was like, yo, 
uh, so Saba was having a hard time, maybe four months ago. He was having a hard time at school, and I was just, I, I, I didn't know, yeah, I didn't yeah. know what to do. So I, like, freakishly, like, I just, like, called him, like, yo, I need you to talk to him. I don't know what to do, da-da-da. And so I was like, look, we set up a time. He's supposed to call at 5.30 every day. And they were talking for a good three weeks. But then what happened was he started talking to Seven about, like, he uber-Christian at this point. So I'm like, I accepted that. It's like, cool, you at peace, you growing, yeah. whatever, cool. Um, but he just kept, like, every conversation was like, yeah, and about sin, and and Jesus this, Jesus that, Jesus that. And it was like, that was your We're going to whole... censor that Jesus word. Oh. <laughs> but I was, and Seven said one day, I feel uncomfortable because that's all he talk about. And um, <laughs> they was on the phone one time, and Saba was like, yo, uh... You keep saying that Jesus God, Jesus God, blah, blah, blah. and he was like, hang up on him or whatever. <laughs> like seven when I'm done, and he hang up, and I was like, yo, like you making him uncomfortable. It's a bit much. Don't talk to a seven year old about sin. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you want to talk about the J word, you could talk about how there was a man who had a. It was a man you know, who was a pure spirit, who had a, a destiny he had to fulfill. And, you know, whether and he was helping the poor and, you know, even his friends turned his back, but he stayed the course and he completed his mission and da, 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 da. And like, talk to him in a way he could understand. Don't go in all that lost stuff. And, uh, and it's just like, it's too much. Yep. And so we got in an argument about that. And then it was just like, oh, and you pray to the ancestors and you light candles and you doing all this meditation and stuff. That's, uh, that is a uh, witchcraft and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, yo, you can't come in and, and, uh, uproot everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so anyway, we had an argument about that. Anyway, uh, so back to the business thing. <laughs> Basically, they not talking no more. Damn. They not talking no more. Seven, like talking, what Seven's sick of it. He don't want to, he don't want to talk to him. Um, oh, he don't. And I'm like, okay. And the, the fucked up part about that is I, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I kept that door open because I never want to. So I about to be like, yo, mama, you kept me from my dad and da-da-da. I was like, nope. I, I get, told him he could send emails, voice recordings. He could call every day at the same time. What I kept that door open for y'all to have a relationship if, if that's what you want. Anyway, uh, I asked him if he could get Saba some shoes because school was starting. He said, I ain't making no promises. I'll see what I could do. Mm-hmm. Seven ain't got no shoes. To this day. Right. So, uh, and mind you, the man not on child support. So, uh, I'm Is like... Is he on any kind of support? No. Okay. He don't do nothing. Not health care, not no, 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 nothing. Because I didn't want to be responsible for another black man being in jail over money. Nope. And But it's like, my son deserves to be taken care of by both of his parents because I didn't fucking make that baby by myself. Mm. And at the end of the day, he got to eat. He need clothes. He need, uh, you know... Uh, enrichment activities and da da da, um, and this boy is active as oh, hell. Know. He go to karate, he swims, he, you know, he does other things. But it's just like, yeah. Uh, anyway, so 
so we got into a little argument or whatever about me saying I'm not going to uh, do anything. I'm not going to give 50% of the proceeds to uh, the ex-wife, my baby mama, or whatever, uh, because that's not what it was for. And uh, I was all kind of everything. I was evil. I was a demon. I was this, is that, and the other. And I felt like he weaponizes Christianity. And I'm like, whoa. So, of course, he'll tear, tear me a new one. And then he'll call in a po- he'll text or whatever and apologize and say, "Hey, um, you know, I'm sorry and God bless you and all this kind of stuff or whatever." And it's just it's a crazy cycle. Um, but I did I always have to be the responsible parent. So when Saba Saba sent some voice messages, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm tired of being quiet. <laughs> Saba sent voice messages and said, "Hey, uh, you're the worst dad ever." Um, and hey, I don't want to talk to you. And uh, you're a monster, or you're a bad guy, or something like that. You're a bad guy because that's what you always wanted to be. And um, I love you so much, but don't ever talk to me again, type stuff. Like, and I was like, damn. So I had to be the responsible parent. I sent the email. I was like, yo, I heard the voice messages Seven sent to you from his phone. I, I, if I would be willing to open up the space for us to have a conversation with him to be like, yo, our shit is not your shit. So if you want to continue a relationship, you can or whatever. And of course, and he sent back like he not like totally like fucked up. He was just like, oh, I'm glad that you would even, you know, consider that. But I'm like, I got to be I got to take the high road all the time. Like, and it sucks. But, you know, I was like, yo, I open space, you know, for us to talk about it. Our, what we go through and our arguments and stuff have nothing to do with him. And he is, he can have a relationship with you, you know, because that's y'all. I don't got nothing to do with that. Um, but anyway, that conversation never happened. But anyway, um, the last message um, I sent, airplane, go ahead and uh, blaze. Right, take a breath. <laughs> So this is the last part. Yeah. Okay. So the last part is, <laughs> I said, hey, I got this many books in my storage unit. You can, I can send them to you. Just let me know where to send them. And da da da. I pay for the postage. And he said, you can donate those books to a charitable organization, and we could dissolve the LLC. Damn. He said, "Hurt now, huh? Yeah, because it's not that he wanted to work the business or grow the business; it's that he didn't want me to have it. So he, uh, so I looked up the fees or whatever. He was like, yeah, we'll probably have to pay something.' Looked up the fees, screenshotted $175 to dissolve the LLC. I screenshotted, sent it to him. I was like, "Yo, it's uh, $175." He says, "After you donate the books to the charitable organization, um." Uh, uh, oh, he said, I said it's 175. He says, you could go ahead and pay it, and then I'll reimburse you for my half at a later date. And I toiled over that message and was like, what the fuck do I say? So I didn't say anything because my no response is a response. Your silence is deafening. So I was like, damn. But at the end of it, it's freedom. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it doesn't matter what you go through, even though it seems like shit is working against you and da-da-da-da. I literally just lost 
a cash cow to take care of my son. Mm. But I still got to trust that, you know, things are still going to be okay. Um, but it hurt. It hurt like hell. I, it hurt like hell, baby. Like, I'm like, God damn. Yeah. So this thing that was really near and dear to our hearts uh, is now getting ready to collect dust. And I got a whole bunch of books that I'm probably going to just have to donate or do something with because I can't do anything with it. And that's six years of my life. But, you know, I'm learning everything happens for a reason. And that's the tether because it's like it's not like he and his son got a relationship. So I don't have nothing else to say to him because we don't have this, you know, business thing. But, you know, my partners ain't going to get the book and tons of black families not gonna get the book so um i'm dealing with that i'm mourning a loss but yeah. you know hey i'm free and that's that's that so stay encouraged mm-hmm. with it even when it feels like everything is uh falling down around you just look up mm. and go within and you'll have peace it's gonna be hard but you're gonna have peace and you'll be all right that's a deep story so another question yeah. so in a brief, in a brief, in this brief moment, yeah. what are the a couple of things that you took out of this whole experience or this whole? When you start a business with somebody, make sure that your shit is in order so mm-hmm. that you don't get fucked over in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much that. Mm. That and then when spirits say let go, let the fuck go and don't resist it because it's for your own good and. If you start something and it's beautiful is and it goes to shit, it's not like you can't start over and do it again. Sometimes starting over is the thing that's gonna free you. Yep. Starting over is the thing that's it could be my next book will be, you know, hella bigger than that and it'll be mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh yeah, just move forward. Um and everything is an opportunity to optimist, you know. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh and and no matter what people do, mm-hmm. they not bigger than spirit. So trust spirit. Trust spirit. Make sure your paperwork is in order. Yeah. And you saying that to all the people. Yeah. But you can't wake everybody up. Good morning. Good morning. Yo, yo, yo. yo, yo. <laughs> it's your king. J Bitter B. Don't do it on my own joke. I was trying to time it. I was like. <laughs> <laughs>